What is up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Unqualified. I'm your host, Christina. And today is a special episode because I have two co-hosts. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, it's Kim. It's Angie. Yay, those are my favorite people and the only people that I don't have to beg <laughs> to be. <laughs> so today's episode is just a fun conversation about culture shocks. And well, let's just say, so me and Kim are not from Europe. We both moved to Europe and Angie is from Europe, but... Greece is a special yeah quotation marks quotation marks <laughs> you Greece is the is the cultured Europe you yeah. know is the the spicy Europe the hot and warm Europe <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so we've all experienced different kinds i think of culture shocks whether it was a real shock or just things that are very different from where we come from mm -hmm. and i think it's really interesting to to see because for well i come from the middle east Kim, you come from Zimbabwe, yeah. and Angie, you do come from Europe, so I'm sure there are maybe a bit, like, more things that are a bit more common with Western Europe, but we moved to the Netherlands and Luxembourg, and Luxembourg and the Netherlands have a lot, I think they are very, very similar, yeah, similar. so we're gonna talk about both of our experiences. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go back to um, moving. Ish. What was <laughs> it's so traumatic? <laughs> Trauma, really? Like, cause it's like I had to fly by myself because of like the whole visa situation, because of Corona times, and like they were select groups. So like, like none of my parents could come with me. So I think that was like the worst part that I'd come by myself, and like it was just it was a lot but then i was lucky that like you know i had like a friend who moved in with me yeah. and then like a big sister of mine um she then came and like was with me for a day just so that i didn't feel weird so that was kind of nice but ish moving and i'm like i'm thinking about bringing back like these big suitcases on a train <laughs> and moving with the train Ah, uh, traumatic so it's traumatic so here's the thing. I we want to talk about cultural shocks and stuff, but I also think we should talk a bit about just moving t into Europe in general. Mm. What did you pack? <laughs> what were your essentials? Uh, so the first time that I came, I genuinely just packed like clothes and stuff, like essentials that I thought I'd need. Yeah, a lot of food and spices and that cereal. Spices are essential. Yeah, and like snacks yeah. and yeah. But then the second time when I went home, I was just bringing stuff like that i wanted to have it was mm. more like i still brought food yeah. i think food is an essential because it's like if i miss home this is like, like you know i have like my putty or something to eat or just like drinking like juice that i drink at home um biltong as well Ugh, love that shit um, <laughs> yeah no so food i think is an essential when you move something that reminds yeah. you of home obviously yeah. pictures i think we're in a digital world right now so it's not that deep like you can print anything as long as you yeah. have it on your phone that's true but Bring something that reminds you of home. Yeah. And I brought flags. And my room is very homey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We both have a lot of pictures of our family and friends yeah. in our rooms. And yeah. I, to me, it's also like when I moved here, I was I moved with like two big ass suitcases, honestly, and a shit ton of bags. Cause, and, and those are one of my essentials. Like I didn't, I was, I threw out <laughs> a lot of things, yeah. but damn, I brought so many pictures. I brought like just things, also a lot of food, even though you can find Syrian food in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. It's just like, 
I, I wasn't sure how or when I will be able to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I did buy, I did get a lot of food. Yeah, food is important. Angie, what was in your suitcase? From Luxembourg to the Netherlands. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, just clothes, books. Books, yeah, yeah. Angie had yeah. a lot of books. But oh yeah special yeah I don't know. if you guys have to like okay if someone is moving to uni right now what is the one thing that they should bring with like there's things that they do not have to forget let's not not talk close mm-hmm. just things that people might not think about and you'll be like oh, oh shit i had to bring this if you're a black girl guys hair thingies <laughs> they're so expensive yeah just bring your hair like your hair essentials, your hair mm. creams, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be an essential yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say it in a mean way, but I feel like the Dutch don't have many female hygiene products. Male hygiene products? Female. Yeah, oh, they don't. female. They don't. What's that other in, one? Fem wash or something like that? Oh, they yeah. They don't have that yeah, here. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to the pharmacy, they don't have it there, so... In Luxembourg. Maybe we are sweatier up. people. Where we come I mean, from. we cycle a lot. That's true. This is why we also need more hygiene products, I think, here. Yeah. I don't know, the, the variety is limited. Okay, yeah. so is that one of the, sh- like, Thin the culture shocks, quote-unquote? What? The, the fact that there is not enough female hygiene products. Not necessarily, like, a culture shock, but, like, it's weird. Like, for me, it's like, they actually don't have some brands that are like known worldwide yeah it's mm, really weird true. and i'm like i know business laws and all that kind of weird yeah. stuff but mm, i was like yeah yeah yeah. why don't you have like there's this store that i go to called normal yeah they have all the weird brands and quotation marks yeah. that you don't find like in dutch shops. it's not even a dutch shop it's a, a danish, it's a danish one, yeah. shop yeah yeah, yeah um okay so when you okay so you packed your bags you moved you're here what is the first thing that you like notice you're like oh damn that is weird or that is interesting and i or i don't just have people that are always renovating something always fixing something because that's I'm in true. Luxembourg. that's i was okay, gonna okay. say always. the difference between greece and luxembourg is both have construction sites but in luxembourg they're done that's, that's true <laughs> that's true there for ages i swear in syria they will start the building and finish it never like yeah people move into that building and the building is still being constructed like yeah. what the fuck yeah no they always fix in something Always, but I mean, hey, that's what a functional economy does, you know. Yeah, you that's do constant true, yeah. It's just like we always. It's like we're not used to coming from a functional economy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, yeah. What else? Um, to me, the bikes. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, I was about to say moving yeah. to the Netherlands. Even though I knew, I knew that there's you a lot of bikes. You really culture. underestimate the culture. Yeah. Like you need a bike if you're planning yeah. to mu- move here. You need. Don't be like I'm. I'm a. I'm a walk. You know. That was Cause me. That was me as well. I was like, it. I'm a walk. No, you're not gonna walk, baby. And if you're coming from like Luxembourg, where we have really effective like public transport and free as well, I get. I used to take the bus or the train or whatever it is wherever I want to go. But I came here, it's like, there are no buses so that come. Well. And yeah, it's public, so, public so expensive. Yeah, yeah, public so transport here is, is expensive. Like, I don't have public expensive. transport at home, but it's fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, it costs. For free now. 
yeah, it looks it's for free now. And even when it wasn't for free, it was like you can get a ticket for five euros for the whole day. You can yeah. take buses, trains, whatever the fuck you want. Like to go ever. I mean, I know Luxembourg is a small country and stuff, but it is. It's it, like it makes your life so much easier. You can go from the north to the south, and with like the whole day was just five euros. You know, yeah. here it's like what a ticket, a bus ticket is like seven euros for the and day. Then, like even like other towns, it would be like. The normal price is like twenty plus. Yeah, like, like, like if, if you're you going t- far, it's really plus. Exactly, like if you're going from here to Amsterdam with the bus, it's like twenty seven, twenty eight euros it's just to go. Yeah, it's the same with the. I'm like, it's, it's like it's moving crazy. to another country, honestly. Genuinely. Yeah, so the prices are like the Netherlands is really expensive, honestly, with transport. Transport, yeah, yeah. really expensive. But it's very efficient. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Very efficient. Like yeah. it comes on time. Yes. Okay. So here's here's another thing. When not just moving to Nether- the Netherlands, when I moved to Europe in the beginning, my biggest shock was first the trains are just so modern. Like Lux- the trains in Luxembourg are just so modern. You know. And I've never seen, like, an f- actual functioning train before, mm-hmm. you know? I was just so shocked, like, oh, my God, the trains, like, you just, like, push a button and, the like, the door opens. I was so amazed. Yeah. And honestly... <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. I was, I was genuinely wowed. I was like, what the fuck is this? And the other thing is, like, the buses have times, like, actual yeah. times that they, they have to come to on. Them, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because in, in Syria, you can wait, like, 30 minutes to two hours well, we in the same spot. There is no timetable. The buses, <laughs> the bus driver can just stop and take a break for two hours for no fucking, like, reason, you know? There is no timetable. It's like you go and you see what happens, happens. You yeah. find a bus. You don't find a bus. You find a train. You don't find... We don't even have trains. But that was the biggest shock. Like, there is a timetable for transport. What the fuck? Do you feel like after seven years in Luxembourg, it wasn't as like punctual anymore after some time? Well, because I got used to the fact exactly. that a train should come on its time. So if it's like two, three minutes late, even if it was like a minute late, I would be like, what the fuck? But I think I got, I got like, okay, so you in Luxembourg, it depends on... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to hype up SFL way too much. It's like the Luxembourgish. <laughs> because there are places where they, the train just is 30 minutes late, you know. Wow. Or canceled. It's out of nowhere, it's just canceled. But I was pretty lucky because my train was always there. It was always on time, almost never canceled. But like, yeah, if Unless you I travel to be <laughs> and like you on like the Dutch app for travel, like the train app, it actually tells you, okay, it's going to be like a minute late, three minutes They do late. a lot of working also on the train yeah, things. They, they always, always yeah. have some shit. It's so weird. Like, it's a functioning economy. Yeah, it's, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Anything else? Trains? You got the train and you came and here you are. What's next? It was just like weird, like coming into like a building. um, Actually being, not being a minority. I'm not, I'm not... I'm used to being a minority person, but like living and being the minority is kind of weird. It's just like, okay. Mm. And like everything that you do is like a novelty. Like if you change your hair, it's a novelty. If you do this, it's a novelty. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I mean, you know, um, what else? I don't know when I first came, if, like, it was just like, 
people are kind of weird but i guess that's also where we stay <laughs> yeah yeah and also everybody was also new yeah so it was a very weird environment in general yeah i think you're just trying to figure shit out yeah and for the first time i was like damn i'm not on holiday like i'm actually gonna stay here i think that's yeah it's oh, a different yeah. thing because holiday is fun it's exciting it's temporary yeah. yeah but actually be like oh my gosh i'm gonna stay here oh i love i won't even i'm not even gonna lie like the one thing the best culture shock is like delivery you can deliver stuff <laughs> to your place that's true like the shit will come that's like, true it's not it's not not going to come i love that that's and true the food delivery yeah. is actually very, very punctual e- very punctual very like efficient in the netherlands yeah it's actually way better than luxembourg we're starting to get so i live in the city center yeah. in luxembourg so like in the middle of the city that's yeah. why i i can deliver whatever i want yeah but when i lived in a in a village or in a town that is like away from the center it was almost nothing came to to our house. Like maybe one weird ass pizzeria that <laughs> some weirdo opened and tastes like shit. But other like no no one came to to our house, you know. So here the delivery is very efficient. Yes. Yeah, I guess because there's efficient. a lot of students trying to make money That's and true. they all cycle yeah. and. Yeah. The biggest um, student job here is a delivery person. Especially during yeah. Corona. Like, what yeah. else are you going to do? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I think bars, um, like a bar man and and the delivery person is probably the two most, like, student job friendly. But since bars are closed, uh, yeah, it's delivery now. Yeah, I would have been, like, a waitress or something. But, hey, or even washing dishes. It actually would yeah. have been that bad, like, for a couple of, you know, hours. My dream job is just babysitting. I I love babysitting, but like I feel like there's too few families, and ugh, what they look for is so I don't know. I think for me it's more like because people see my picture because I'm a black person, so they're like, oh, she can't speak English or some shit like that. So I would have yeah. the opposite thought. I don't know but why. You're Syrian, and where you're coming from, this yeah, is like maybe. north of the Netherlands, yeah, and predominantly. The more up you go, the more racist. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> no, true. No, just like just world politics yeah. in general. The more up you go, the more racist it is. But yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah that's really think yeah. About it. So, uh, going back to just culture shocks. Another thing for me was shops. They actually close, guys, and they're very efficient at closing. And I'm like, huh? and they like they yes, they close and they kick you out. Like and it is. Like, okay, you want to make money today. Uh, yes here's my thing so in syria a shop is to make money so they will make money to the last second they can make money like even if they're trying to close like half of the door and they see a customer running to the store they will open then mm. they will not close the this like even my uncle who has a shop in luxembourg yes. it's like a supermarket like i swear to you if you come at like so they know usually close around eight if you come at like 8 30 and you can still see people inside of the shop they will open the the, the shop for you like they will open the shop for you of course, they amazing. open on holidays they open on sundays they open they it is a shop to make money it's a yeah. business yeah. in europe it's like oh well we decided to take vacation or oh it's sunday oh it's a holiday oh it's whatever the fuck it is or like it's just the weirdest thing aren't you supposed to make money if i'm on a holiday you should be open because this is the only time where i can come to your shop i'm free i don't understand this logic honestly they just have nice employee protection rights i mean you know 
rightly yeah, so rightly true. so but you, but there's always so i this is the argument that whenever i said like why are shops not open on a sunday or why are shops not open uh, like until 10 or something people would be like yes but you can't abuse like the uh, the workers and i'm like they they don't have to be the same workers yeah. i bet you exactly. there That's are so people true, like us who are students who would work on a sunday yeah i would yeah like would, would work at 11 you know like i we like there are a lot of people who want jobs and they would work if you're paying them right yeah. so you don't have to have the same customer for 10 hours uh, yeah. the same worker for 10 hours you know what i mean if you're coming to Europe, do not expect to go out at six, like in the Middle East, where you can, oh, six, seven, it's time to shop. No, six, no, it's, things are closed. Like no, the only things that you'll find open are like foreigner shops. Yes, yeah. like my uncle's shop. Exactly. Yeah. Shop. And supermarkets, it's not even closed. It's supermarkets. Like you can't go shopping for clothes. Yeah. Yeah, no, supermarkets remain open, really. Like until 10 sometimes. I mean, with corona restrictions, yeah, now, now it's, it's like different. Eight. But, yeah. like, it used to be, like, 10 on a normal day. Sometimes 11. So, they yeah. used to work. Like, supermarkets really do, yeah. like, work. Yeah, but this is the cool part about the Netherlands. Because Luxembourg closes at 7. 7, yes. Closes even, seven. even super, yeah, 7, 8. So, oh. here it was, yeah. wow. Uh, yeah. 11, so nice. Oh, my God. This is the cultural shock from when you come from Europe to another European country. <laughs> I was expecting that close, like shops close at 7, but here sh- supermarkets close at 10. I was so shocked. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? This is amazing. Oh, and also in the Netherlands, so, well, we didn't really experience this because fucking Corona. <laughs> <laughs> so many things we didn't experience. Oh. But clubs actually don't have a closing time. In the Netherlands. Oh, damn it. Yes. So clubs don't close at a certain time. You can still be there until like 9 a.m. And, and if there are people in the club, the club is still open. Like they close when the last person leaves. Wow. Yeah. I really want that. <laughs> that is. I mean, Hi. in Greece, there are Corona clubs. is stealing my youth. I swear. Mm-hmm. In Greece, it's like the, the club is there. The last customer goes, but at the same time, people are getting breakfast. You know, it's like oh. yes, it's like a it's like people a double like the, the club. Like, like the club turns like into club. a breakfast yeah, exactly. shop. Oh, that's so fucking smart. I would literally, I would be wasted, and then they offer me food. What? Yeah. And then I'm if old, they give me a bed, <laughs> you know, one day I'll open a club. Mm-hmm. This club will be a club at night, right? In the morning around six, we're starting offering breakfast, and then at nine, we offer beds. <laughs> shisha, shisha is, is in the afternoon so basically you can just live in my club that's clever i know up, right hey if anyone steals my idea i am like 30 percent is mine because it's my idea <laughs> like, oh, you know. oh my god another culture shock um when you start riding i know going back to bikes but like when you start riding a bike it's actually quite rough like you get really scared especially like riding in the city center with cars oh my god but like now i'm used to it like you just follow the red path do you remember what happened to me oh oh my god chris almost died guys i literally like when i say i almost died i genuinely like genuinely almost died it was really scary it was very fucking scary like the car hit me from like from the front like i was hit from the front of the car and that old man he was just like i'm just gonna say it it was not my fault yeah no he saw us coming (laughs) he 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 saw us coming and the second like he saw me just crossing he kind of went faster 
and I'm like, I just couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, wait, is this happening right now? Am I actually being run over right now? You know? Yeah. You would expect that in Greece. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was so he was yelling at me in Dutch, and I was like, oh my god! So like, it, it was like what a month after we arrived or yeah. something. It was I was a like a new. It was new, still warmish. Yes, it was like warm, and we were going. It was like nine no eight a.m. We mm-hmm. were going to the library. Library yeah. library times. So you don't have yeah. that anymore. But yeah, uh, pay attention, man, and um, learn like just roads. I don't know signs and oh, yeah. stuff. You know. Yeah. Because they're actually, like, they expect you to know what the fuck you're doing. There is, no one's going to be like, oh, you're new here. It's okay. No, like, yeah. they will run and you over. And they have over. traffic police. Like, we have a friend. Yes. She got a fine for being on a phone. Yes. <laughs> Here's another thing that people don't know. If you're on, if you're cycling, it's just like a car. You cannot be on your phone. Like, you can't just stop in the middle of the road and look up, like, a... Even location. Like, location. Yeah. No, you have to know yeah, that no, You shit. have to, like, map it out or be yep. really good at listening to directions from yes. Google Maps. Yeah. Also, another culture shock. If you are coming from a hot country, it is cold. <laughs> it is cold. Don't even... It is cold. Don't underestimate it. It is just cold. Like, just genuinely. That's just a disclaimer. So, yeah. Be Get ready your for jackets. That. And a lot of gray. It's not as much sunshine. So, yeah, the whole keep your vitamin D up because, oof, yeah, you're going to miss that. I really, like, I'm, I'm lighter, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm really very lighter. light. It's really yeah. weird. Like, I've, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> well, genuinely miss my, like, I don't know, caramelish body. Because <laughs> now it feels like. I don't know. White. <laughs> yeah. We need more sun. Yeah, we do. How about you, Angie? She's daydreaming. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know about what, but... <laughs> Just thinking about the culture shocks. Uh, um, so let's say okay. when you moved from Greece to Luxembourg, yeah. not to the Netherlands. You can drink tap water. Yes! Oh, yeah. Bruh, I Innovation. didn't even think about that. That's one thing. Yes. Yeah. Can you drink tap water in Zimbabwe? Well, most people, because we had like a bad like cholera outbreak, whatever, like government water is bad. Yeah. But most people invested in boreholes. So we drink tap water, but it's not government tap water. It's like your own. Do you know what a borehole is before I continue? No. So a borehole is like um, a machine. So what you do is like you'll drill to the bottom. You know, like, so this is not geo. Uh. <laughs> So, like, in the Earth's atmosphere, especially, like, near the ground level, there'll be, like, a certain level that it taps into the river system, so the water system, like, in your area. Mm. So, literally, so what you do is, like, you'll drill meters and meters until you touch water. So, like, a wall, but not a wall. So, then now it's, like, that water then fills up your tanks. Then that your tanks then go to your house. So this it's is exactly how we drink in Syria. So from boreholes, yeah. I mean it's like, but it's not like a wild. Have place. you ever been like in like a? Stuff. So th- does your water just run out all of a sudden sometimes or no? Because we have to stop it. Yeah. Yes. So in Syria, I would be like, okay, so I haven't been to Syria in a long time. But when I was there, this is how things happen. First of all, you have to heat up the water. Before oh yeah, sometimes there's no electricity. 
Yeah, you put it in a to- in a in a in a pot. Oh no, not just that. Like really? we had the thing that heats. The, it's it's already built into the shower, but you had to turn it on. Oh wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I come from a very third world country. <laughs> that's not even third world because we heat our water. Like we heat our water. Oh my god! One time, okay, this is the story. One time, our electricity was off for like seven, six. I don't know how many hours, and I really needed to take a shower, and my mom basically boiled the water, and but she boiled it like she forgot the water like it was so hot so she took took the pot and she was talking on the phone with someone and also like pouring the water on me and she forgot that it was boiled water so she just poured the whole the whole pot like four or five liters of boiled ass water on how me. the hell are you Dude, alive i don't know i have no fucking clue i boiled like a chicken you know <laughs> No, that's the thing is what I like. I was yeah, read, no. like, my mom was crying. Yeah, I, my mom is not listening because she doesn't understand English. But every time we go visit people, I used to t- tell this story. And she would freak out. She'd be like, why are you telling people this? They will think I'm a bad mother. And I'm like, you are. <laughs> you are. You boiled me. Like, literally, no. like a chicken, I was bo- burning, you the know? The thing is, no, you have to balance the ratio. Like, you have to have it, like, cold and, like, really hot. And then it's just, like, a nice This is what she did. She had the pot, right? And then she... She had like a smaller pot mm-hmm. which you would take the, some water and like pour it and that was nice because it wasn't all of a sudden it wasn't a lot but because she was on the phone she was like bye she literally <laughs> poured the whole fucking thing on me and those were good times Honestly, how did you not burn i burned i was red i was crying like my mom was just so shocked she cried with me we both cried yeah no it was it was bad it was really bad yeah, I know. On your whole body? Like, my whole body. I was How late. old were you? I, 2011, like, 11, <gasps> 11 12. That's yeah. recent. That's painful. I mean, it's not that recent. Like, 10 years ago. No, but it's not like you're three. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I like, it's, three. like, recent enough that you yeah, can yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Like, you can, like, it's in your head. For, for the next five years, I told this story wherever I went. Like, I told this story to everybody. My mom just was so mad at me for telling. But, I mean, she did burn me, so. But, yeah, the fact that you first can drink tap water. Oh, my God. Like, in Syria, like, in where I lived in Syria, there's no way you can drink tap water. Like, tap water comes out white. Like, it's disgusting. Mm. Disgusting. Mm. Yeah, we had to buy, like, buy water, boil water. My mom would boil all of the water. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you, yeah. Do you also, in Greece, you don't drink tap water? I mean, we, you can drink tap water if you buy a filter. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that's extra. Yeah. And also linking to water. I would go get free water from the bathroom yeah. in Luxembourg. But you have to pay to go to the bathroom in Luxembourg. That's, that's true. true. In the Netherlands as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, okay, in Luxembourg, they do have some public bathrooms here and there in the city yeah. that are free. But overall, you have to. Pay. And do you want to see? Here's how. Here's how. Like in a small example of sexism in Luxembourg, if you're a man, you you pay like seventy cents to enter the toilet. If you're a woman, you pay one fifty. Oh wow. Yeah, just because we have to sit on the toilet. Oh wow. Yeah, and I. But what I was if, always what if a man so wants to poo? It's not even a He has to pay. Yeah, I think he has to pay not. more. But it's still, it doesn't make sense. Why do I have to pay? Like I don't know. You Sometimes, know. As a man, you don't even have to pay because they have those. Oh, out. Yeah. Um, Honestly, as a man, you could just pay, be where, wherever. Must be nice. Okay, I've seen people do that in civil obviously, Europe. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, no. 
Civil Europe is Civil Europe <laughs> quotations. It's, uh, you know, it's like when you were talking when we were talking about Paris. Yeah. Paris is ghetto. <laughs> Paris is so ghetto. Like if you've been to Paris, you know that Paris has a a center where it's very nice, and mm-hmm. it's like the when you first go, you're like, oh my god, dreamy cafes, baguettes, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and then there is the banlieue. The banlieue is the ghetto. It's like where people just, I don't know, people who are on. Um, say chômage like uh, like they don't they don't unemployed people who are poor who live there in some places in the banlieue you don't have this is where all of the amazing uh, footballers yeah. come from yeah. you know you don't have like electricity like i know a person who lived in a place in paris in the banlieue de paris which is like the the yeah the outside of paris where they didn't have electricity damn yeah in western europe that's yes. supposed to be the best oh wow. no, no 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 wow guys That's not. Yeah, it is not what people think. Because we have like mm-hmm. electricity shortages for like most of the day. Oh, we don't. Oh, yeah, most of the day. Some of the day. Some parts of the day. <laughs> Sometimes days. Oh, so. I remember the longest time I've ever went without electricity was was like two, three weeks. Yeah, but that was. But my family had the thing that like, generator. Generator. Yeah. You know, either for us, either you get like a generator. Or you just install solar because people are getting so fed up. So mm. like lots of people just have solar panels now. Well, obviously you yeah. guys can easily use it. Solar panels here don't wouldn't of course, be because it's like, gray. Exactly, it's people, very gray. Yeah, it's very depressing. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, tap water. Damn, I actually never thought about that. And water in the Netherlands is not as amazing as you would think. Like my hair, my hair is just I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's falling. All, like I'm sometimes I'm scared I'll be bald yeah, at no. some point in my life. Like it is shit, and really it's so bad. Talking about hair, yeah, mm-hmm. hairdressers is so expensive. Yes. basic things, not even just hairdressers. People to do your nails, just general basic beauty things that like at home, like you can hustle, hustle. Ah, oh, yeah, will cost you a fortune. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? Cutting my hair. I want. I was looking at just. Cutting, like trimming, not even cutting, just trimming my hair. 45 euros. Yeah, no. Trimming. 45 euros is like my grocery for like, I can, if A I week? wanted to stop, I could do two weeks. Oh, yeah. 45. Easily. Genuinely. Easily. 45 like, euros, yeah. Guys, no. No, no, it it's so expensive. Nails. If you want to make money as a student, learn Stop how to make me, yeah. nails. And make them nice. Because like right now, like the young generation, like we like stylish things, yeah. all that kind of stuff. They'll be charging like you know like thirty thirty five yes if you're like good stuff if you're good good you can easily get forty fifty yeah. euros for but nails. sometimes even those people aren't even that good because they yeah, shape I can like you know like shaping of nails and stuff I guess yeah. I'm just very specific but mm, no no that's true like nah it's it's not for me baby yeah yeah <laughs> it's not for me lashes eyelashes oh my gosh, I got these lashes and I couldn't even see them like <laughs> it was really funny. I genuinely couldn't even see them. But like when I got home and I did lashes, oh my god, you could eat those are really nice. Yeah. 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 No, if you know how to like if you know how to make things or do things with your hand, like do lashes, that. nails, hair, you can make money. But you know what I've actually realized? It's a lot cheaper in bigger cities like Amsterdam, The Hague and yeah, Rotterdam. Yeah, because like obviously like with yeah. IG, um, you know, hairdressers or IG. There are more people. Make, yeah, there's more, more people. More competition. Yeah, and you want to drive your prices lower. Exactly. Yeah, where we live, 
it's kind of like small so yeah, yeah people yeah. are like yeah i'm the only one who does this yeah, that's so true. i mean me and kim we literally traveled what like an hour and yeah a half. to go do my hair literally it was like we got lost we were walking in the middle of fucking nowhere it was really nice north, though north of the Netherlands. it was very nice it was such a bonding experience you i know, think yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like the sweetest <laughs> damn we were the only like non-white people in like the whole time yeah us and that girl who did your hair that's yeah it. you know but she was really nice she and was really, really cute. Nice. she had this, yeah. like really nice daughter so yeah but imagine traveling like an hour just to get because More like than i wasn't an hour. gonna I get like for 60 euros that's madness oh, corners yeah. with your own hair for yeah. 60 euros you are smoking really good weed <laughs> genuinely <laughs> genuinely that's true you know some of the things i'm just like whoa but i don't think like people so like obviously here yeah, the education is cheaper but i think you pay for a lot in living expenses yeah genuinely. you do for sure you do yeah no i actually thought that the netherlands would be just maybe a little bit less expensive than luxembourg but it is not Oh, something that I was very, very shocked about is alcohol. Oh, alcohol is th- alcohol in the Netherlands so is way more expensive oh. than Luxembourg. Like no. I, co- we come from a country that is supposed to be the most, like one of the most expensive countries in the world. Like mm-hmm. Luxembourg is really fucking expensive, but like absolute vodka, as an example, cost around twelve euros yeah, nine from nine to twelve euros in Luxembourg. Here it's like nineteen. Yeah, no, they make you pay for getting drunk. And It then you don't so want to get drunk. Expensive. They don't have happy hour here. Oh, yes. Do you guys have happy hour in Zimbabwe? Not really. Oh, but, like, they do man. do promotions. Happy though. hour is the best. They do do promotions, like, different bars and stuff, like, from four to five. Yeah. Before the... Well, that is mo- that's kind of happy hour. Yeah. But like, that's a it's bit just, too, too early. It's not, like, mainstream, but it's more, like, it depends on the, mm. you know, the restaurant that you go to. Yeah, we had the best nights mm-hmm. in happy hours. Because it would be, like, a shot would be how much? 170. Like, 170. Oh. Yeah. And uh-huh. usually a shot is, like, three. 340. Yeah. Yeah, and a cocktail would be five. <gasps> I know. Oh my gosh, I've got it so drunk. You should come to Lux. I will. You have I'll to come to Lux. You probably force me to come. Uh, you have stage. to. Yeah. You have to come. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because when I when I lived there, I would complain the whole time, be like, "We have nothing to do here." And <laughs> now I'm, I am, I invite people. I'm like, "You guys have to come to Luxembourg. It's amazing. It's amazing. You have to." Yeah. But I think because I know it, I know where to go. I know what to do. I think that's what I miss, like moving is that the familiarity yeah that disappears because yeah. you don't know like you're just like eh, okay yeah, yeah yeah but like at home like it's like your turf basically and you yeah. know what you're you, doing it's your and place you know, yeah you know so, so if you guys have any like advice for people who are moving in to the netherlands specifically and europe in general um especially to university they're yeah, moving abroad really important what advice would you guys give um Stay strong. Talk to your family a lot. Yeah. Um. I think to anyone who moves before they go abroad, I think you guys might agree with me on this. I'm not saying know yourself a hundred percent, but have a sturdy sense of self. Because once you go to uni, especially uni abroad, a lot of things can happen to you if you're not, not stable, but like, if you are not sure like on what your morals are yeah. you can get lost really easily yeah, yeah. that's very true and it's actually yeah. very hard to do especially when you come in a young age mm-hmm. where you already don't really know yourself yeah. that well and you're and you're already kind of lost 
and you come here and you meet so many people and you feel like you don't really know where your heart is at anymore yeah. you know so so just like try not like know yourself but like at least do i think before anyone goes to university you have to do like the months between high school and university yeah. even if it's like a month yeah. You know, do some introspection. Who am I as a person? Do That's I know true. myself? What do I need to work on? Yeah. Like, just to get to know you and at least have an idea of yeah. what's of who you are. Because I think in high school, you're very much surrounded by other people's thoughts of you, or like you're still trying to be cool for yeah. certain things. So, yeah, you just want know to yourself. Um, and, and, yeah. and like moving wise, would you say like packing, uh, like just you oh, know? Oh, plan ahead, always plan. I have I had a mother like before the trip, two weeks before the trip, she makes you start to pack slowly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I packed. When so, did you start packing? Uh, like before, like, like probably like three weeks, two weeks before. I started packing like a month before, but I was also very excited and yeah, and <laughs> bored in the house. But I literally started packing like a month earlier. Did you pack everything, like, no. in one go, or... No, like, I think I did, because I was also getting rid of clothes and stuff. So, like, I did everything, like, shoes, or we do, like, tops today, yeah. or we do this today. Like... But you brought everything as in, like, winter and summer clothes. Cause I some left people... some summer clothes, and yeah. then, I, like, when I went back, I took a little bit more summer yeah. clothes. But, yeah, no, I, I did a mix. Mm, but okay. I didn't take, like, everything. Like, I still have, like, if I go home now, just as I am, you can still, I still have clothes to wear. Yeah, me too. I just want yeah. to be the most fashionable one. Me too. Completely. <laughs> so, yeah. Completely. I actually, you know what? So, when I moved here, because I came with a car, I bought all of my, like, plates. Like, I brought everything, like, plates and all of the kitchen stuff and even the, like like my bed sheets and everything don't do that like don't do like i came with like bags you know wow. don't do that you have places here I, I don't know why i thought i was moving into like the desert or something <laughs> there are places here where you can go and buy things and settle in and also if you come from a country from outside like europe where you guys have like different chargers and stuff bring that though that you, yeah. you might not find that like people who come from north america like you know the, how they have weird yeah, chargers. Yeah, I have a different charger. Oh, to you Europe. have a different. Yeah, charger? okay. We use like a UK system or something. Okay, so well, sometimes you might actually not find that here. So things that you really, really that are specific to your own country and culture, bring that. Like it is more important than like a plate. You can get a plate here. Yeah, no, and don't make your bag too heavy. I moved yeah. with like forty kgs. Oh, like, me too. Duh. I came here with shit ton of things. Yeah, and Ange. Ange. <clears throat> What about me? <laughs> How, advice for people oh, who are advice. moving? Um, like Kim said, know who you are, I guess, more or less. To an extent. To an extent. Not like solid, but yes, know. But be, like, be prepared to step out of your comfort zone, mm. but do not try to fit in if you know that like it's not for you. Do not for try sure. to please people here because their cultures like this. Yeah. And, and like in Shona, we have the saying, it's like, Ziva Kaunova, right? Which means like, know where you're coming from so like for me like sometimes like i can't afford to get stuck into the party scene like okay i yes. like to have a good time but i still need to keep up my grades because i know how much people are sacrificing for me to yes. be here so it's like kind of like you have to know what you're here for know your priorities yeah priorities are very important you can get sucked in into things that you are just not and you know what say fucking no 
Your girl is on a roll. I'm on a yes, mission. She's changed, I am changed. I say it how it is, you know. Yeah, now she's being more honest yes. with other people, not just her friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm way more honest and I'm so happy that it's happening finally yeah. because the first half of the like last year when I first moved man i did shit that i really didn't want to do mm-hmm. genuinely yeah. like i got sucked Same. into p- positions and places where i was just like why the fuck am i here this is not me and you know what if you're the party animal be the fucking party yeah, animal enjoy you. and if you're not you will always find people like us who will <laughs> embrace you <laughs> and TBH, this is my year of yes though that's true this is my year of that's yes. true so i'm yeah. open to experience it's very funny because this is my year of no <laughs> But I'm also open to experiences, but I won't experience everything. Oh, yeah, no, not everything. Obviously, with caution. Yes. But, yeah. We come from very strict backgrounds. (laughs) Not strict. My parents are, like, liberal, but in the... If, like, if you take the African liberal and compare it, it's strict, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that? Yes, I can't even say it. <laughs> it's like I'm lying to myself. Liberal. I can't even say it. Yes, they're less strict. They're less strict. Mm-hmm. But they're still Middle Eastern, so yeah. yeah. In stay the context. True. Yeah, stay, stay true, true to, to yourself. And don't forget that people love you and people at home are rooting for yeah. you. And don't bring every shoe that you have. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need heels. You're gonna buy more. <laughs> like, You're gonna buy more. Don't be me. You like, don't need heels. You don't need heels when you recycle. You don't need fucking skirts. Okay, we forgot about that. Yeah. I don't like how sometimes Dutch people don't dress up in nice places. Oh, that's true. Really but we do, so but that's yeah. thing, we put though. them into shape. They're efficient. <laughs> pragmatic. They I don't want to be efficient and pragmatic I sometimes. I want to be glamorous and exquisite. See, here's what me and Kim... <laughs> the first thing we bonded on was the fact that we both wanted to dress up and go to shisha places. Yeah. Just to to be in that vibe, you Dude, know. It's a it's a mentality if you don't dress up what are you? Like I feel like really bad, like not about myself, but like I just feel really down if I don't dress up in a while. I love dressing up. I generally do. Sometimes yeah. I do it to go to the supermarket. Like or to go I just yes, study. or to go downstairs. Yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah, it's just a change of environment. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I think this is the end of our podcast. It's almost <laughs> 40 minutes, a bit like less. I think we, like, if we would talk about this, it would take us forever and ever. Yeah. But, you know, um, experiences. Go ahead, go travel, experience, have fun, have fun yeah. you know, just always but be safe. Be and safe, responsible, responsible. Yeah, responsible and fun. yeah, thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. If you made it to the end, man, well br- done. Well done. We well all done. applaud you. You should be our friend. Most likely you are, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> Most likely we already know each other. <laughs> and yes, thanks for my co hosts. It's way, like, it's so it's much always fun. Always nice to be here. Yeah. It's our pleasure. <laughs> I basically stay here, but it's okay. That's true. <laughs> it's like we just stop our conversation for two seconds. We could record them and then we continue yeah, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. uncensored <laughs> yes maybe that's what sh- that's what i should have called the yeah podcast. oh my god <laughs> anyways thank you so much guys bye-bye